Welcome back to Pop Topic. We're here to discuss all the latest news for the last two weeks of July 2021. I'm your co-host, Quentin Phillips, and to help break everything down is Tristan. How are you doing this week? Doing good, man. Doing good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Doing well. And not, not as great as you. You're going out to Canada's Wonderland, and you're going to have all the time, all, all the fun in the world while I'm over here sweating bullets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're opening back up here in the Great White North. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, we're going to someone's place tomorrow to play some board games, but we were initially going to have it at our place. And then my buddy Austin said, well, our place is air conditioned. You guys want to do it at our place? And I was like, well, Andrew really likes to host. She likes to make nachos and set everything up. Uh, let me check with her. I messaged her and she was like, they have air conditioning? Yeah, we're, we're, we're fucking going there. We're, we're not hanging out here. Yeah, do you guys not have air conditioning? No, we got one fan. Oh, there you go. That's all I need. Have a little rotation. I'd be like, all right, 7 a.m., it's my turn to have the fan. Andrew, you got to go get hot for a good hour or two until it's your turn. Because uh, Walmart pretty much sold all, out all, all of their fans. Oh, yeah, they sold out immediately, I heard. Yeah, so we're pretty much stuck with the one we got. But, yeah, unfortunately, we have that one. We, we could have been next or screwed. Yeah, that was real rough. Yeah. I kind of found a new favorite thing, though, where I just have the bathtub with freezing cold water and I just lay in the bathtub and watch a movie on my laptop. That's my new go-to way of watching movies this week. How do you, how do you make sure your laptop doesn't get wet? Well, well, I have it just sitting on the toilet seat, closed down. It just like sits on top and it's like oh, the toilet seat's go. right beside the bathtub. So I just like lay in the bathtub and watch it from there. Well, that works. Yeah. Is that what you do when it's Andrew's turn on the fan? <laughs> yeah, when it's Andrew's turn on the fan, I go quickly run the water in the bathroom and I'm good to go. So well, what's been new with you in the last two weeks? We haven't talked in forever. Any, have you watched any fun films, done anything exciting? Trying to think. What have I done? Well, today, when did, you're, you're a fan of pickles, right? Pickles. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess. Did you know that in theaters in Texas, a popular movie snack there is to buy a large pickle? You just go to the movie theaters and you buy a large pickle when you go see your movie. How did you find out about this? Did you find I, like a story? I heard about it online today. Oh my gosh. It just kind of popped up. Like, that sounds great. Who wouldn't want a large pickle when you go see a movie in a movie theater? Yeah. Uh, well, how large is this? Uh, the pictures were pretty, pretty, pretty big, like a, like a, like a rather, you know, a good size, a good size pickle. Like, what do you say it's the size of a hot dog? Like girthier, for sure. Maybe not quite as long, but for sure thicker, like quite a bit thicker. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm talking about and like an actual like, hot dog, not, not like a wiener. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Like, like, like with the bun and everything, I'd probably still say shorter, but slightly girthier. Like girthier oh, wow. That. That's a pretty big pickle. Yeah, it's in like, like, like plastic bags. And you, they, when you order one, they ask, would you like me to drain the pickle juice out for you? And you can either get the pickle juice drained, or you can keep the pickle juice in the bag. You can just drink the pickle juice. Oh my god. I don't know. Like an, like an absolute madman. Yeah, like I like pickles. Like I'll be the first to defend them. But I don't know. Uh, especially for a movie theater snack. Interesting. How yeah. much do you think the movie theaters charge for? Like 12 bucks for a pickle? Oh, at least. Yeah, you got no. It's just Texas, man. It's probably like two bucks. That's fair, yeah. But but it's also like a unique thing. They only got it yeah. there, so it might be a little bit more. 
Let Could me, you just, just imagine, imagine being in a, watching a quiet place and hear someone behind you on, on a big ass pickle the whole time? Like, popcorn's loud and all, but pickles are even louder. Or like slurping on the pickle juice. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's great. If I'm over in Texas, I'm going to the movie theater to get the pickle. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait until American Pickle comes back in theaters. You can watch that. Oh, good call. Yeah, would have been something good with it. Yeah, I haven't done too much lately either. I have not had a pickle. Well, I don't think I've had pickles in a while, especially not while watching movies. Not really a movie food, I think, but I don't did. Don't that to the Texans, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe if I was in Texas, which then again, uh, you know, Alberta is like the Texas of Canada. So maybe we're yeah, like- Yeah, why don't you guys have movie theater pickles? Yeah, maybe we're a few years behind. We'll get pickles in our theaters in a few years. I don't know if this is a new thing, but I think they've been doing this for decades. <laughs> well, it's just came to light now. So, you know, Alberta, oh, they're going to sure. be like, we're the Texans of Canada. We should sign up on those pickles. But you gotta do it slightly different. So instead, they just sell cucumbers. Oh my god, yeah. Well, what would be another big vegetable that would be good to have while watching a movie? Mm, besides a pickle? <laughs> yeah, besides a pickle. Like a, a blooming onion type thing, maybe? Yeah, but that, that would actually be good. I'm talking about like... Something just ridiculous. Uh, just a raw onion, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Eat it like an apple. Yeah, exactly. Or candied onions instead of candied apples. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, I'm okay with not having vegetables while eating. Or <laughs> I'm good with not having a vegetable while watching a movie. I think I'll pass on that. I don't know, man. A bag of pickles sounds pretty good. Yeah, uh, so something nice and cold right about now would be good to watch with a movie. Maybe like, yeah, a nice cold glass of lemon juice. Or <laughs> nice cold glass of lemon juice. Did you just call lemon juice instead of lemonade? <laughs> I think I'm losing it. Dude, dude, I think I'm losing all this podcast. This heat is fucking killing me. <laughs> you can't handle the heat. Yeah, uh, yeah, literally, yeah. And they say, you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Uh, they should do that in podcasts. You can't handle the heat, get out of the podcast. Like, shut it down. So I'm fucking losing it over here. Yeah, I can, uh, why did I call it lemon juice? Who knows? But yeah, lemonade would be nice while watching a movie. I, uh, I haven't really done anything too exciting. I haven't really been to the theaters. I did not watch In the Heights. I'm sorry, guys. I, I haven't seen that yet. I'm guessing you haven't either yet, Trist, right? Our theaters are still closed. Yeah, but can you just watch it online? Is this really oh, a theater no. movie? Oh, no, sorry. I am waiting. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like the heat has not done it well. Uh, watching a bunch of people out in the sun seemed like a fun thing to watch like a, week, a, a month ago. You know movie theater's air conditioning hits different, all right? If there's something you want to do on a hot summer day and you don't have air conditioning in your house, going to a theater for two hours to watch a movie, that is an absolute great use of your time. Yeah. I agree the completely. The air conditioning in, in hotels and movie theaters hit different. So I, I, I would totally recommend it. Yeah, to go watch like Quiet Place, but you do not want to leave the hot summer sun to go watch a movie about the hot summer sun. I would, especially <laughs> if they're singing and dancing. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Apparently, I haven't seen how it did the third week, but it has not been doing too well. It hasn't done very good, unfortunately. Which there's a lot of hype going into it, so I'm kind of kind of surprised that it, it, it fell off the training wheel so fast. I'm shocked too. I'm, I'm shocked. And, and, Especially, it got really good reviews too. People seem to really like it. Yeah, 
And I was thinking, uh, do do, do you just think musicals are done? Are people sick of them? Not at all. I think they are. I I love musicals way too much for them to be done. I know, that's hard to claim when just like a couple years ago, The Greatest Showman did gangbusters as a musical. Right, it was it was a, it was a massive success, and that was only a few years ago. What year was and it? Every other year, Disney releases a new musical that does phenomenal. Um, so I've been saying saying musicals are done is completely inaccurate. I I think what we're seeing though is just certain musicals flop and certain musicals shoot into massive success. There really doesn't be much of a middle ground. You know, it's it's a doggy dog world. You know, either you make it big or you don't make it at all with musicals. It seems like so. Yeah. And I, that's I fair. I uh, I thought Great Showman was like 2014, but it's 2017. It's actually much newer than I thought. Yeah, it was only a few years ago. Yeah. No, I um, thought I thought it was like I thought it was almost like 10 years ago. But no, you're right. It's only like five. So that's not bad yeah, at all. Yeah, it's not that long ago. It's still within memory, right? Yeah. No. No, that's a good comparison. Um, do you think there's going to be another musical from this year? Because there's like three or four others that are going to be like the bigger musical. We all thought it was in the Heights. But is West Side Story going to be the big musical of the year? I feel like it's not West Side Story. I think Dear Evan Hansen has a, has a better shot than West Side Story, in my opinion. I can see Dear Evan Hansen almost doing what Great Showman did, where it starts off slow and just keeps lasting forever in theaters. Um, I think what Great Sides did kind of wrong here was they decided to drop it right at the beginning of the summer season. You know what I mean? Like they're going up with massive Disney blockbusters, Quiet Place Part 2, where Great Showman dropped it right at the very end of like the Christmas season. And when Christmas season ends, you're running into January, February, where there's just nothing going on. And so if anyone wants to go take their kids to go watch some sort of family-appropriate, fun film, uh, you know, Greatest Showman seems like a great hit for that, right? Um, especially the large ensemble cast it had with Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron, Zendaya. Um, so I can see, I think the timing, and I think the, the recognizable cast, uh, the family orientation of it, how, you know, it's good for families, it's good for adults, it's good for date night. I think that that is why that movie did so well, and I think this one coming out with a slightly less known cast, you know, less recognizable faces, unless you're into musicals, you know, you know, Lynn Manuel Miranda and the other people from Hamilton that are in this one, and it's coming right up against big blockbusters. It was just running to a buzzsaw. I think they put it in the wrong time of year. I think it was marketed incorrectly. I think those are probably the two biggest factors why this didn't do so well. And I think also the fact that there's a lot of hype going about this is going to be the movie to bring people back to the to the theaters. This is going to be the movie to bring people back to the theaters. And so there's so much expectation for it that when it didn't hit the expectations, it felt like it was a flop. When it really didn't do too bad in a pandemic setting for being a musical, it probably had a smaller target market to begin with. I don't think it did awful. It just didn't hit the expectations. And there's so much hype and expectation and such a, a pivotal time for movies for it to come out in. And it just didn't do very well. Right. Uh, I agree. Dropping it in December might have done better but this is a movie about the summer like i haven't seen great i Charlotte. agree even dropping it well is it not a pandemic setting dropping it at the beginning of april so you're coming out just before the blockbuster movie season kicks off before marvel releases their big releases in may and before other you know animation company releases their big june releases and the fast and furious franchise always come out at the beginning of july into june so if you were to release say the beginning of april where you kind of you know, summer's right around the corner. People are ready for summer, but the box office season hasn't kicked off yet. That leaves that two, three, four week period with yeah. only small competition. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the beginning of April would have been good if the pandemic didn't happen. Uh, that yeah, would, that would have been ideal. Happen. Yeah, I think that would have been their ideal time because, yeah, they're against much bigger <clears throat> and better movies like Quiet Place 2 that... Well, you can't say better. You haven't seen it. I know. I'm just being a jerk. 
yeah, no, honestly, I'm, I'm sure In the Heights is going to be good. Uh, but yeah, it's just hard to go against big blockbuster films. F9 just came out, so now I feel like it's definitely not going to have a chance at making much money here. So yeah, it was just in a uh, tough spot. I do also think that uh, it being on HBO Max, you know, all you know, just being on the streaming service day they release would hurt this movie maybe a little more than say Godzilla would because Godzilla is a big action movie. If you're going to want to watch, you're going to want to watch it in theaters or a musical. Watching on a TV, watching in the theaters, fairly similar experiences. So maybe more people should be staying at home watching this one. Uh, although I have heard that movies that do well in theaters do well on HBO Max. Movies that don't do so well in theaters don't do so well on HBO Max. But of course, something like Godzilla vs. Kong can have a bigger general appeal. More people are going to want to watch the movie in general. Whereas a musical, you know, a smaller budgeted musical is going to have a smaller appeal. So when you're splitting up a massive audience like Godzilla vs. Kong, you have pretty solid numbers both in boxes, box office and on HBO Max. But you're splitting up an audience for a smaller toned down musical that small audience is split in half from box office to HBO Max. So I think that's another reason why this number seems shockingly low, because the already small target market of this movie is being divided into two, and we don't even know the other number of it, how well it was doing on HBO Max. We know it did decently well, but not amazingly well. Um, so I think that's another thing. When you're dividing an already small target market in half, you're going to have exceptionally small numbers, and the small numbers are going to look really bad, even though the number itself isn't as bad. We take into account that it's on streaming service. It's in a pandemic. You know, going into a massive blockbuster season, it's it's a smaller market in general. All these factors play the fact that, of course, it's not going to have massive numbers like Corella or Quiet Place. It never could have. And the news articles coming up before it's really saying it would have or would have been the movie of the summer is ridiculous and absurd. And that's why I have to think about things more than, you know, when you read articles saying that a musical is going to be the number one movie of the summer, you got to take out a massive grain of salt. Yeah. People just would rather watch a big nuke lizard, I guess. Yeah, no, of course they would. That movie's always going to be more so. And I, hey, I went out immediately to go watch that theaters when it came out, right? I, I, there's nothing wrong with a little lizard. Yeah. No, I But to say that, that musicals as a whole are dying, um, I, I think it's silly. I, I don't, all, it's not back in the 50s when musicals are the genre, right? When it was musicals and westerns. Now, musicals are a very small subgenre that, you know, has a. It, it, Fan base, but not a massive fan base. Um, and I hope we still get lots of musicals. I, I hope musicals never die. I don't hope that they're going to die. I, I don't want any genre to die because it's good to have different variations of film. I like it when they change it up. I hope it's not going to be five a year like what this year is going to be. No, I want to be ten a year. Like, I'm okay with a one a year, maybe two, if like one of them is going to be Cats 2. Like, I, that would be pretty yeah. ideal. Well, I think typically you're used to getting, like, one Disney animated musical, then probably one live-action musical, and maybe one other animation studio comes out with a musical, like Trolls, or, you know, Sing, like, another animation musical. Yeah, let me clarify. Yeah, I don't count animated films as, like, musicals, so. That's fair. I I get that. I get, get, you know, they come off a little differently. I think people are more accepting for for animated movies to be musicals. It doesn't feel like, oh, I'm going to go watch a musical when you go watch Frozen 2. It is a musical, but when you, when you go watch Frozen 2, you don't think, oh, I'm going to go watch a musical. Whereas when you go watch Greatest Showman, you're going to go watch a musical. Exactly. Hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, you bit of a different experience, I think. So if that's the case, I'm okay with one live action musical. I'll, I'll reword it. Yeah, yeah and we, we've been getting typically, I say, one to two a year per yeah. consistent. Yeah, and I like yeah. how it's been, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, this year we seem to have a, you know, a, a larger number. But this year we also have musicals that are going for Oscar pushes. We do see occasionally, like La La Land obviously went for Oscar pushes a couple years ago. That was a musical. So you do get the Oscar push musicals coming in every now and then. Um, this year, of course, is West Side Story, which I'm assuming is trying to be an Oscar push movie. There's a time oh, yeah. when it's being released. Spielberg's directing it. It's remaking a Best Picture winner. And the first trailer was released with the last Oscar ceremony. Right. Yeah. See, I always remember that because we didn't actually get to watch it. Yeah, we didn't get to see it. I still haven't seen the trailer. Yeah, I still haven't seen the trailer, and I don't really care. I'll I'll go in blind. From what I hear, uh, it was West Side Story. (laughs) People like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't hear anything exciting about the trailer. I will say this, though. In the Heights was my prediction to be the most successful. I do think West Side Story, by success, I mean money-wise, I think I'll make the most money. Do I think it'll be critically the most successful? No, I think it might be the lowest-rated critic film critically. But uh, I think the people that like musicals all liked the original West Side Story, so they're all going to revisit the remake. I didn't. Okay, everybody That's with Tristan. And then those that don't even like musicals, they might go, oh, it's the next Spielberg film. Well, let's go check yeah, it out. Yeah, I, I think that. Think will, once again, taking into considering live action musicals only, I think it's going to come a third overall for musicals if you count both Encanto and Sing 2. I think they're both going to do better, but I can right. see it being yeah. I, I can see it being the number one live action grosser. Yeah, yeah once musicals. again, yeah, go back to live action. But yeah, only considering the live action musicals, I think it'll be the most successful money-wise. Uh, I don't think it'll... I think it might be with the lowest rated film. Yeah, I don't or think it's second gonna, lowest if yeah. you count Sing Two. I think Sing Two is probably the lowest overall. Yeah, yes, yeah. Once again, we're gonna keep adding animation here. Uh, yeah, Sing Two is gonna be fucking horrible because it's yeah, yeah. Sing Two is not gonna be good. Yeah. So uh, and Luca, how's Luca been in the last few weeks? I feel like it's been picking up steam. I feel like people have started to like it. When we discussed it last time, we are the defenders here, Tristan. But I feel like now it's kind of become. Uh, already beloved Pixar film. I think people are starting to finally like I hope it. so. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's another just super fun, you know, summertime movie. A good family film. I think it was a lot of fun. I think people have been sleeping on Pixar's recent movies with uh, Soul being deemed a disappointment for some reason. I think because people have too high expectations for it going in. Luca being deemed just a generic his movie. And I think it was really great. And Onward being completely overlooked as a movie in general. Uh, I think people are really sleeping on recent Pixar stuff, which sucks, because you know that means they're going to go back to just more sequels and stuff, which are inherently just the weaker Pixar movies in general compared to the newer original content. Yeah, but, no, I think lately Pixar's been picking it up, actually. I think, I think the last two years they've really started to uh, redeem themselves. Yeah, but we're, we're, we're in the minority there. All the news headlines, the overall feeling I get is that most people are disappointed with the recent Pixar stuff. Yeah, well, Luke is at a yeah, yeah. Luke is at a three point nine on Letterbox. I haven't really checked the other sites because it's the only one I follow, but that's pretty good. Oh no, I think critically, I think critics yeah. themselves like Luke. I think it was mixed to positive, mixed to positive. Yeah, I think at the beginning, the first like week or so, they weren't super high on it. But I think the last two weeks, it's kind of started to even itself out. I think people are starting to appreciate it now. Yeah. I, I hope, hope so. so. I, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's, it's not Pixar's best, but it's most definitely a good movie. It's not a bad movie by any means. Yeah, I, I got a I got a take here for you, Tristan, and I'm just gonna throw it out. I think it's a nice. hot take when you first hear it, but maybe if you think it through, you might agree with me here. But I was thinking about when I was editing the last podcast. I was editing it, and I had the line where I said Luca is mid tier Pixar, but that 
doesn't mean that much because you know uh, it's it's Pixar. They they always make amazing films, and I kind of thought about it. I don't really agree with that. And I started looking through all the films they made in the last 10 years. I did the 10 year frame for the the 2010 decade, we'll say. I think Pixar, a sizable illumination, might be the worst animation studio. Is, is that a hot that, take? That, that is, is insane. insane hot take. But, is, but think about it, is, right? Like, let's that think is about it. than BC is right now, Quentin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, maybe I thought about it right when. No, uh, the Dreamworks. The sure being Dreamworks. Like, like, what, what, what name of good Dreamworks movie from the past 10 years? Well, I guess I'll look up their most recent films. But yeah, I guess DreamWorks doesn't have the best movies, but I still think... The past 10 years they've had Boss Baby, Trolls 1 and 2, uh, How to Train Dragon 3, like I said, is the one really good one. They've had Spirited Untamed. Like, none of these movies are particularly amazing. They're right. For sure beating DreamWorks. There's no way they're not. But like... Okay, let's so first wait. Wait, let's no. first go through Pixar. Like, what were the okay. good films Pixar has made in the last ten years? And then yeah. we can kind of start looking at the other companies. Okay, like really good. Like we'll say, like what films are entering your top fifty to one hundred animated films of all time? Like, like what are really good movies for me? For 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 Pixar, if we're counting the last year, I said the two thousand ten decades. I don't know if we're counting twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. But if well, we are, yeah, that's near. So we're going to be out of it. And yeah, that's exactly. So let's go like the window here. We're going to say the 2010 decade. So we'll do say 2010 to 2019. Are we going to have that window? Um, sure. I mean, now you're eliminating onward, which I think would all be in there. Yeah. Sure. So you're, you're, yourself, you're bringing one in to eliminate one out. But exactly. I don't know, yeah. Luca and Soul. They're both possibilities for top of 100. That's a lot. 100 is a lot of moves. I don't, I don't quite know if either one of them will make top 100. They're probably hovering around that, you know. For me, yeah, yeah. For me, Luca range. would hover near like 90 to 120 range. Like I do yeah. think Luca's. So I don't know if they would be top 100 or not. I don't have a list, but I would yeah, think, think they're somewhere around that, you know, that realm. I would assume. You know what? No, now I'm thinking about. It, there's really not that many animated. They'd probably firmly like the 80, 80s somewhere. Both of them would be. I would think. So now we're eliminating three movies for Pixar, just by eliminating like one year. Well, you can pick the rules here. We'll go with whatever you want. Do you want to say well, the last 10 decades? Decade because it's easy. I agree. Okay. 2010 yeah. decades because it's easy. Yeah, that's what I was saying, just because it's simple. So for me, the only Pixar film that I would have in my top arbitrary list is Toy Story 3. What are the other ones? Can you, can you rattle them off real quick? Uh, here, let me go. I just had DreamWorks open. Let me quickly go to Pixar here. All right, so I'll list off all the... Pixar films we have from the last decade. And so that would be we have Toy Story 3, we have Cars 2, we have Brave, we have Inside Out, we have Monsters University, The Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Coco, Cars 3, Incredibles 2, and Toy Story 4. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a pretty, pretty weak list. list. Yeah. So Toy, Toy Story 3 and Inside Out would probably both they like, top 100 all. Inside Out would be top 100. I don't love it, but uh, yeah, for, for, for argument's sake, we'll say that that's like, well, they have one really solid film and one pretty good film. Yeah. Just keep in mind, they have one that's top 10, possibly top 5. Like, like that's, that's how solid that movie is, right? Yeah, it is really good. And yeah, and I think Toy Story 3 is their big savior here. Yeah. So we could do Sony, but honestly, I think I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse instantly just destroys Pixar. That movie alone is 
the best film of the 2010s. Yeah, yeah but they, they only have one, right? There's, there's no, because we're not counting um, Mitchell vs. Machines or anything no. like that. So yeah, yeah, we're not They have that. one movie, that's it. Because, like, what else do they have? Out of the Chance of Meatballs emoji movie? Hotel Transylvania. Those are the only ones. I have, have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea what they have besides Spider-Man. I have no clue. They have, they have those, those ones. Like I just listed off. Those, those okay. are the other ones. Okay. My tens. So that's a that's a one. So Pixar's beating that. Pixar's at two. Well, I, I think the the one is still better than anything Pixar has done. It's close to Toy Story three though. It's, it's not like it's it's you know. Compared to Inside Out, it's head and shoulders better than Inside Out. No questions asked. But Toy Story three, that's a pretty tight race. Yeah, I still think it's quite a bit better than Toy Story 3. I really like Spider-Man. Yeah, it's better. Spiders, but I yeah. Better. But you're right, okay. So those two, those two feel pretty on par. Yeah. They go one really, really solid movie from Sony, one really, really good movie from Pixar, and one pretty okay movie from Pixar. So, so I, I would put those pretty even then, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. and when I'm saying it's weaker, I mean, like, so what I'm saying is Pixar... What I'm trying to get here is I started to think about this and people keep saying, oh, well, it's good for Pixar. Oh, uh, it's just not bad for Pixar. Maybe we should stop putting Pixar at this high pedestal because I yeah. don't think Pixar is in their A game. I think, I think they're in their C game. I think Pixar is on the same par level as all these other companies, if not lower. Like, I don't think well, they I think are. the past the three and a half, the past three movies they've released, is, is Pixar, Pixar finally, finally getting back, back to where they, they were? This, this is Pixar, Pixar finally being good again. I, I think they're good, but we're not saying back to where they were. I think they that, have made that, better the films. Two, uh, 2000s, 2000s Pixar was a different beast. Yeah. Yeah, there's no argument. 2000s Pixar was not only the greatest animation studio ever, it might have been the best studio making films at the time. Like, yeah, 2000 Pixar is amazing. Yeah. And, and I think people watch Luke and go, Oh, it's not that great. Uh, do you not see uh, Up or Wally? Yeah, but like I think people. What I'm trying to get at here is, is Pixar sucks lately. Like, let's start appreciating their good movies. Because that's why I'm yeah. starting to notice. But I do feel like we're a minority though. Only because I feel like a lot of people like Coco more than we do. A lot of people like yeah. Inside Out more. People like Incredibles two more than we do. A lot of people like Toy Story four more than we do. So we were we don't like any of those movies. And a no, lot I of people like those movies more than they like Onward, more than they like Soul, more than they like Luke Up. And so we're in the minority. We like the newer movies better than those 2000s movies. But we're, we're, we're staffing at this moment. Yeah, yeah, I agree. A lot of people like those. We don't. So it's probably us having an argument into, like, the echo chambers that no one's listening to. But, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think, you know, I think compared to the other studios, I think Pixar... It's on par right now. Like, I don't think people should be holding it on this pedestal anymore. No, I know. I know our brother Hayden. He he argues that for sure. He doesn't like pictures at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- that's just how I feel. Like I think Disney, like just Disney animation, Zootopia. Oh, fire the past ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the past ten years, they've redeemed themselves from the craps that was two thousand. Yeah, two thousand Disney was embarrassing. Yeah, like, let's ignore Ralph Breaks the Internet. Aside from that pile of shit, uh, they had a pretty great year. They had a lot of good movies. So I think yeah. that was great. Uh, Wes Anderson, I think his animation films are better than about 80% of whatever crap Pixar is doing now. And then even, uh, I would even say Netflix. I think Klaus is better. 2019, I think Klaus is better than, I would say, every single Pixar film except for Toy Story 3. 
Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. From 2010, so I agree with that. Yeah. Well, well even uh, even these other three, I prefer Klaus, but that's more of a personal thing. Uh, Lucas, I like Klaus more than, more than Klaus, Klaus, for sure. I like, I like Klaus, Klaus on, on par. No, no I, like I like him more than Soul. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah, I like Onward, but I think, I, I still think I prefer Klaus. I really like that movie. Uh, and then what other animation studio am I missing? Like, I, I, I think the only studio worse than Pixar is, uh, is Illumination. Uh, and DreamWorks. <laughs> I, I, the Dream, you, there hasn't been an argument for why it's doing better. Well, personally, I think the 2010s DreamWorks had Kung Fu Panda 2, which was really good. How to Train oh, a Dragon yeah. 2 and 3, which were both pretty solid. And then... Kung Fu Panda 3. Yeah. yeah well, I didn't really like that one. But yeah, that one definitely came out as well in the 2010s. And then uh, since Toy Story 3 counts, same with Megamind. And Megamind is amazing. Oh, oh Megamind's Mega Mind. really good, yeah. Man. That's, That's fair. fair. I guess in the 220s, yeah. yeah. But, but for, for sure, sure, if you count the past three years, I would say Pixar's been catching The past year, I mean, Pixar's been catching up to Dreamworks for sure. If not passing Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. The more recent stuff Pixar's been doing, the more recent stuff Pixar's been doing is real, you know, no one cares. And the, the more recent stuff Pixar has been doing, I think really. Yeah, the most recent Pixar stuff was or sorry. The most recent DreamWorks stuff was crap. Trolls two, don't, don't, yeah. I haven't even seen Crudes two. And uh, I two. I haven't seen um, Spirit Untamed. Um, but here's the thing: I absolutely love animation, and I'm just not excited for those movies at all. Yeah. Nor yeah. am I for Boss Baby two. So I think that really just goes to show what kind of movies DreamWorks is putting. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this. Uh, decade already. DreamWorks is not on the right path. No, they're, they're doing really crappy sequels. And the like, sequels that, like, the, the animation spirit untamed was awful. Yeah, it looked horrible. Yeah, it, I, I haven't seen it. Uh, I might get around to it eventually. It's uh, really frustrating to me that now they're doing, they're pretty much doing what Pixar did in the 2010s, where they're just making sequels. crappy sequels that no one and their mother is asking for. Who is asking for Boss Baby 2? Who is asking for Croods 2? Who in God's earth is asking for Trolls 2? No one. No one. Well, no, the real question, Quentin, who is asking for Spirit 2? Who even remembers Spirit? I don't know. How come they're making these four garbage shits and not Megamind 2? Where's Megamind 2? Where's Megamind 2? Come on. You know it's there, baby. Megamind Mega 2 would be too, too good for this world, Quentin. They should just re-release Megamind. Nobody remembers yeah, it. Yeah, re-release it. That's fair. Megamind. I didn't know why Megamind. And Jonah Hill still plays cast. the bad guy? Yeah, yeah same cast. Same cast. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if people have seen this movie. Because like, no one has. Megamind was way ahead of its time. This would have been an absolute baller of a movie if it came out right now. Oh, it would have been a smash. If they released it, like, this week, it would be huge. It is about, like, toxic masculinity. It is about superheroes in such a fun, subversive way to the it's normal genre. Awesome cast. It's got uh, an absolute awesome cast. Awesome cast. I don't even like music, but that soundtrack is freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. Bon, I, am, I like bon Bop with all these movie songs. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. Megamind is their, like redheaded stepchild they do not give a crap about that movie yeah i i i, I guess it didn't resonate with fans that yeah i don't know i don't know what it was i didn't see it at the times so i didn't really know how it was perceived at its at 2010 because i wasn't watching it back then but it's freaking great yeah it's really good yeah uh 
That, 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 that movie alone, it holds DreamWorks up in the 2010s. They were lucky it came out in 2010. If it was 2009, yeah. Pixar would have been better than, uh, than DreamWorks in my mind. That really carried it yeah. through. But yeah, I, I, I was... I just made this observation. I knew it was kind of a hot take, but I just was realizing, like, I feel like we keep holding Pixar at this pedestal. We keep saying, oh, well, Pixar's the best. Luca, eh, it was kind of a bummer for Pixar. No, it was not. No, it was fucking not. Watch the 2010 Pixar movies. Luca was a fucking ray of sunshine in their gloomy days. Like, this is good for Pixar. Leave them alone. So Yeah, yeah but I, I think, think we're in the minority that because we, we like Luca way more, more than... than- a lot of the 2010s Pixar stuff. And people like the 2010s Pixar stuff a lot more than they like Luca. Yeah. But like, even if they like Coco and Inside Out, which is fine, they're both great, beautifully made films that I just didn't really love or enjoy. But even if you like those two, can we not admit that Pixar was crap the last decade? Incredibles 2 sucked. Finding Dory sucked. Good Dinosaur. People loved Incredibles 2. People loved Toy Story 4. We're in the minority for those movies. Well, yeah, I'm not bringing up Toy Story 4. People like that. But, like, Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory. Who, who, good good dinosaur, dinosaur was everyone hated. I, I feel like a lot of people, people put Finding Dory and Luca probably around the same level. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, I don't want to hang out with any of those people. If they put Luca on the same level as Finding Dory, uh, hang out at a different party. I don't want to be with you. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's crazy also. But, yeah, Good Dinosaur, everyone hated. No one watched Cars 3. Everyone hated <laughs> Cars 2. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I just it, it just occurred to me that I feel like people put Pixar a little too high for a standard. Uh, they should just come in with open mind for any animation film. No matter what company it is, uh, expect the same level of you know skill to be put into the movie. Like I don't know why people think they're expecting the next Toy Story or the next incredibles uh it's not gonna happen so just i thought luca was fine i don't know i'll probably walk into a pixar movie with higher expectations than like dreamworks or illumination uh the only studio that i have low expectations for from now on is illumination the rest of them i'm putting on the same level except well well yeah except for maybe dreamworks like the, the last five years dreamworks hasn't been very good yeah, it's been it's been a little embarrassing. Yeah, but about a uh, hidden world, I actually rewatched that. I, me and Andrew, I think maybe this is what also brought on me realizing that you know Pixar's not that amazing. Is uh, I watched the three How to Train Your Dragon films. Oh, actually, the first How to Train Your Dragon was also 2010, so that would also count. Wow, 2010 was a banger year for animation. Yeah, I actually made a post uh, on Letterbox about 2010 had the best Illumination film ever, Despicable Me. The, the 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 renaissance of Disney animation with Tangled, the greatest DreamWorks film ever made, which was Megamind, the start of the best sequel from DreamWorks, which was How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Uh, and then Toy Story 3, which is the best film Pixar has made in the last uh, 12 years. So, yeah. Uh, 2010 is freaking crazy. It's not even funny. So, yeah. No competition. 2010 is the best year for animation, I think, yeah. ever. But, yeah, it probably is. But yeah, uh, you're gonna be hard, hard pressed to find a year better than that. Yeah, yeah, that's a solid roster. But yeah, me and Andrew just watched the three How to Train Dragon films. Really great. Uh, I think the third's my favorite. So I, I really liked that that film as well. Yeah, I think what we're also finding here is, um, I'm looking at let's see what Sony's doing now with Sam Mitchell's and the Machines. But then they're also coming out with Hotel Transylvania Four, which I'm sure is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, 
I think what you got to look at more so than just the, the production company behind it, look at who are the people making these movies, right? A lot of people who worked on Spider-Verse worked on Mitchell's vs. the Machines, right? Uh, I know some people that worked on Lego Movie also worked on it, and that movie ended yeah. up being amazing. The production company, the production company that, that make that movie is also come up with Total Transylvania 4 this year, which I'm sure is going to, you know, it's going to suck. It's going to be all the other Total Transylvania movies. This is made by the same people that made those movies. Um, so I think what you got to look at more so than just the production company, look at who's, who's the producer, who's the director. You know, who's the storyboardist? You know, who are the animators? Those are the people that matter more than the production company, right? The people backing it, the people making it, uh, know what the hell they're doing. They're, you know, they're smart and they're clever and they're creative filmmakers. And it's going to be a really great movie. It doesn't matter if it's being made by DreamWorks or Pixar or, God forbid, even Illumination. Uh, I think people just look at the the, the label on anim- animated movies more so than even live action movies. I think people do this. They look at the production company and assume, oh, it's going to be just as good as all the other movies and not really take into consideration that the production company has very little to do with it besides just financing it. And marketing it and that's it not making it right well yeah just that's- like an actual live action movie don't look at the studio look at who's actually yeah. working on it uh, like i'm not very excited for most of the marvel films but you bet your ass i'm excited for thor 4 because it's got taiki with td baby yeah exactly yeah so don't look at just the company look at yeah the individuals making it but anyways tristan who made lego movie is that sony uh, I warner brothers what other animation films do Warner Bros. make? Man, they're better than Pixar 2. Fucking Lego movie's awesome. And Lego Batman movie. <laughs> Love that one. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the other two. But yeah, uh, yeah no, I agree. No, no, no. But they are those two. Those two are good. Yeah. That was it. I, that was my observation. Do you kind of agree with what I'm saying, though, Tristan, about how I think Pixar is no, not I, the standard? No, I've had that opinion for a while now that Pixar... I don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's... You know, you're comparing it to Illumination with I think. You know, <laughs> well, no, no, spit in the face to Pixar. Yeah. But I, I don't think, I don't think they're. A lot of people still think that Pixar movies are better than the Disney animated movies, which hasn't been true for like, I just want to know a decade now, right? Disney animated movies are just as good, if not better, than Pixar movies for the most part. You know what I mean? So I think that's where I am with it. I don't think Pixar is terrible. I, people saying Pixar's losing touch. Pixar's no good anymore. No, that's ridiculous. They have lots of great movies that came out recently. Well, I would say Pixar's not as great as they were, but I would not, yeah, I wouldn't say they're not good anymore. They, every yeah, studio has made, yeah, every studio has made great films and great misses. <laughs> They've made some good ones and some stinkers in the last decade. And so I feel like, I feel like they're all on par. I think a few studios in particular, I think Disney Animation is probably the best animation studio of the last decade. Uh, maybe that's just my bias oh. towards Zootopia alone, because I think Zootopia is fantastic. But Entangled, I love Tangled as well. Entangled, yeah. the Frozen movies are also really, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph was an absolute banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original Wreck-It Ralph is yeah, the fantastic. first one's amazing. Yeah, yeah. The, the first one slept on a lot. I really like that one. Even Big Hero Six is really well done. Mm, yeah, it's a movie. You don't like Big Hero, really? You don't like Big Hero Six? Hayden loves that one. I think it's fine. I I, I like mid tier, right? Like it's with Raya. It's it's fine. I liked it. I like I like Raya. I like more. I like Raya a lot. Yeah, um, but like even though I don't think Raya or Big Hero Six are amazing or even great, I still think they're better than half the Pixar movies. Like I think even the even they're like lesser ones, except for. Ralph breaks the internet. That one's the worst. That one's worse than any Pixar movie. But aside from that one, I, yeah, I think Disney Animation is really good. I think every animation yeah. studio is pretty good. I think we have. I think we're kind of in the right direction, except for DreamWorks. They seem to be doing the wrong direction of the last few years. 
But like Sony gets me hyped. When I see Mitchell versus the Machines, it gets me even more excited at what they're capable of doing because they it, it makes me realize that Spider Verse wasn't just a one one trick pony. Like they clearly understand what made that movie good because they continue. Yeah, that. exactly. Have you seen Wish Dragon yet? <laughs> no, I haven't either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess we were just talking about yeah. animation. That would be a nice tie interest, but no, no, I don't. Well, it's all about Sony animation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Wish Dragon is there. But um, no, no, I have not seen that. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm yeah, very excited for Spider-Man 2, though. I think that one looks good. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So speaking of a movie that looks good, have you heard of this, Tristan? They just announced that there's going to be a movie about the creation of Pop-Tarts. No. You I'm not heard really excited now. Okay. Do you want me to kind of give you some clues and have you guess who is our lead character? The uh, It's a guy. And he is going to be the lead character. He hasn't done films in a while of the Pop-Tart creation film. And he's going to be the writer, the editor, and the lead actor. Okay. So you want me to guess who I think is going to, like, ideally, like, first first spot, first person pops on my mind, I think would, would be hilarious in this movie, Nathan Fielder. Would be my, just like, I think it'd be absolutely hilarious. Okay. Uh, and I think it's kind of in the right ballpark because he is known for television. Yeah. So Nathan Fielder wasn't a bad guess. Um, all, I'm assuming it's going to be someone who's funny. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a famous sitcom actor. My, like a, uh, Michael Scott, what's the name? Steve Carell? Uh, Steve Carell would have been good. Actually, that's another good guess. But he's been in movies quite a bit recently. Yeah. He's actually done more yeah. movies than television than lately. Yeah, no, this guy's more known for his stand-up slash television shows. Oh, is it Jerry Seinfeld? Jerry Seinfeld, baby. Jerry Seinfeld, that's exciting. Talk about some good animation movies. The B movie was a freaking amazing movie. Yeah, if only that was that, 2009. Yeah, if only came out in the 2010s, that I would have mentioned. Yeah. yeah so that's also DreamWorks, right? What? That's also DreamWorks? Oh, yeah, that's DreamWorks. Yeah, that's Dream- a class. Dreamworks, DreamWorks keeps crapping on all their good ones. They just suck at realizing what is good. They're the opposite of Sony. They Just similar to Sony, they make some gems and some stinkers. Except besides Sony, they have no fucking idea what are the stinkers and what are the gems. Like They have no clue. I think B-Movie's one of those movies gonna be left alone, though. I don't no, know no, no, yeah, no, no, <laughs> let me be clear. I'm not asking for a B-Movie 2. I'm just not asking I- for a Trolls 2. That's all. <laughs> It's not a troll. Yeah. Please, no <laughs> like, more. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I do not want to be be movie too. Yeah, it would definitely not be funny. Like it would. The first one was just so in its time. So I, I think Jerry Seinfeld being the guy who invents pop tarts is going to be a good movie. It's, it's going to be no great. Not. And he like he's going to be the writer. It sounds like it's going to be a blast. I'm really. How excited. much does this guy like pop tarts in real life to do this? Like, what was he eat a pop tart one morning? Is like you know what? I got to make a movie about these. I think what happened was he just like looked at his wife and he's like, what's the deal with these Pop-Tarts? And his wife's just like, I, I don't want to listen to this. Uh, go go tell someone else about it. He's like, fuck it, I'll make a movie. I'll make a movie. I'll tell everybody. They'll all want to know what the deal with these Pop-Tarts are. So that has my interest, that's for sure. I, yeah. I, I'm buying a ticket. Yeah, especially uh, the last episode we were just going on and on about Quiet Place 3 and all these sequels and... Ted the TV show like it's so freaking boring. Uh, fuck yeah, pop tart creation movie. Uh, that's the weird ass shit I'm talking about. 
that's that that's the kind of movie I want to watch. Yeah, that that's that's what gets me going. I hope there's like a wild backstory to Pop Tarts. I hope this is like the most elaborate yeah. backstory to some stupid snack ever. Yeah, I hope it's wild. I imagine it's got to be a, somewhat of an interesting story. Oh yeah, it's got to be got to be interesting. Yeah, so no, I think that looks great. And so another story I have here, Tristan. I'm sure you've heard of this one, maybe not, but have you heard of the manicure robot that can now paint people's nails in 10 minutes for just $8? Uh, surprisingly, I don't keep up with the manicure, so I didn't hear about this one. <laughs> well, I think it's just a training story because it's another robot that is now taking people's jobs, so people were all up in arms. Um, but, but honestly, I think now that COVID has happened, we've had a year to reflect, I want as less people touching me as possible. Not like I take manicures. Yeah. But I think this I is mean, a step it, in the right direction. I think so too. There was a massive outbreak of a uh, COVID in Kingston because of a nail salon, like manicure place. Oh, really? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's where one of the first big outbreaks from COVID happened here, here in Southern Ontario. So. That's funny. I, I didn't realize that. So this hits home here, man. This, yeah. the, I can see the benefit to this. And you also think eight minutes, that seems pretty fast. Like, how long does it normally take to give a man? Yeah, well, well, it's ten minutes for eight dollars, but oh, still. Ten, that, so it's a minute a nail then, for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically a minute a nail, and well, yeah, not, it is a minute a nail. You know, unless some nails are faster. We got to think a human should be able to do that in under ten minutes. Now I'm thinking about it. Eight minutes that'd be a little tough, but you got to think an average human can can clock in like eight fifty pretty pretty regularly, right? Yeah, but then they're gonna have labor costs. It's gonna be way more than eight bucks. Oh, it costs. Yeah, it's gonna be way more than eight dollars. That's yeah. true. So yeah, yeah, I think it'd be about the same speed, I imagine. But uh, you know, for a fraction of the price, this seems like a steal. Yeah, you don't have to tip the robot. <laughs> That's true. But then again, if you do that, the robots are gonna overthrow humans way faster because they're gonna be angry. Yeah, so you better tip. Yeah, yeah, you better tip them real good. You don't want them to take over. But yeah, what do we exactly. think is the next mundane human job that's going to be taken out next? Uh, like the robots are slowly edging us out. They're beating us. We don't see it yet, but they are. I don't know. I'm trying to think. That's yeah. a good question. It's got to be something super easy. Uh, well, well, we can look I at the think, manicures. Well, what about a haircut? What? Oh, hair. See, I was saying people working at Dairy Queen, you know, I just cared. How hard it would be to make a, make a robot, that's, you know. Pour, pour soft serve into a cone. That's gotta be easy. Like, like living machines that dispense soft serve ice cream in the near future. I guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, all the Dairy Queen employees right now are angry at that. It... See, a hair, haircut's gonna be tough for me because a haircut could be real shit. You know I mean? Like, 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 just to give buzz cuts? Yeah, a robot will be able to give buzz cuts. Yeah. Like, be able to, you know, cut around the ears and, you know, give people like, fades and all that. Like, haircuts will be way too difficult. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure it would happen in like 50 years time. But yeah, well, we're not that time yet. I agree. A softer ice cream, like Dairy Queen employees, like a, a robot can make a blue. You know, it won't be too hard. Yeah, <laughs> it won't be too hard. Yeah, that's true. So if you're a Dairy Queen employee, you better be shaking in your boots right now. Yeah, I want. I want to bank on that being a long time career path. Yeah, you want. You really want to up your game for making ice cream. You really want to impress the customers if you want to keep your job now. The robots are coming. The robots are coming, man. Yeah, it's, it's as simple as that. All right, so we have another story. I believe we discussed this, me and you, Tristan. About a year ago today, we sat down, we discussed the Gorilla Glue Girl. Oh, that's not, that was not a year ago. <laughs> that was like three months ago. 
<laughs> that was definitely not three months ago, but it wasn't a year. It was like uh, last September, wasn't it? No, that was 2021, was it not? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Time flies when you live in this weird upside down world we're in. But of course, I remember the Gorilla Glue. Yes. So I was around for that. Yeah, so the Gorilla Glue girl, she has officially come out and launched her own hair care line. You know, I respect the moxie. I respect, I respect turning a negative into a pop. I, I, I think she is going the wrong route, though. Like, do people really want to take advice from a girl that put glue in her hair? Like, people are like, oh, wow, she put glue in her hair. She's going to know what uh, what, what else should go in her hair. Would you trust her for hair advice? Yeah. Like, who's going to look at that and go, wow, you know what? I want hair like her. Yeah. She clearly knows what to put in her hair. <laughs> like, she's got she some... She should have become a spokesperson for a girl like that. <laughs> I think she should have came out with a new glue line. Glue that can go oh, in your hair. And she knows how tough it would be to compete with Gorilla Glue. All she has to do is make glue that is just as good, but can also go in her hair. I don't think you understand how hard it is to make glue that good, though. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but her last name is Brown, so she could have literally named it Brown Glue. That, that'd be the company. Brown Glue. I don't know. I, I think uh, Hairline was the... I don't know who is buying hair products from her. No one. What if she came up with, like, shampoos? You know, made that promise to get, like, everything under your hair. You should also say, even Gorilla Glue. Like, no, really because then you know idiots want to try it. There's no way you can actually bottle up shampoo that'd be able to get rid of Gorilla Glue. <laughs> That's true, yeah. She doesn't want a lawsuit. Yeah, you don't You, you don't want to deal with that. Because, like, that should have to be, like, chemically... You did get a plastic surgeon who knew what the hell he was doing in there and to, to like liquefy this glue. Like, it was tough. Like, you can't put that in a shampoo. If not, you'll just be like burning your hair every time you take a shower. you bald in a week. So, you, you can't do that. And you, can, you can't make those kind of clothes. But you could just sort of like apply it, be like, this soap gets out all the tough stuck on dirt. That could work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think shampoo is a good easy medium it's involved with the hair but it looks like glue beautiful yeah exactly i also think she could have made a pretty successful like youtube channel with like beauty tips of how to use like household objects <laughs> it's if you say you run a like lipstick like what else can you use or you run a like you know face like face scrubs or whatever what else can you use to wash your face and things like that you know she could make a pretty successful youtube channel yeah and i do like, agree like, i think remedy. I think what you said initially of her being a spokesperson for Gorilla Glue, she could have definitely done commercials for them. They would have done it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that yeah, would have been the right to Yeah, marketing for Gorilla Glue really, really squandered that idea. That would have been great. Yeah, her against the gorilla figure. Oh, that, yeah, like uh, her fighting a CGI gorilla. Yeah, she, she definitely could have done a few uh, promotions with them. I feel like she would have made more money than what she's doing with this hairline. So I mean, the, hopefully it works out for her. Yeah, my fingers are crossed. Um, I'm not buying any, but uh, best of luck to her. No, I, I want to trust it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. I'm, I'm not freaking trusting what goes into her hair. All right, so I got a list here, Tristan. Spotify. All right, I don't know much about music, so you're going to have to really hold the fort down here, Tristan, all right? All they right, have I'll announced uh, they have a prediction list for the song of the summer. So, yeah, the, the summer just started here. But they got a list here on fil- on the most trending songs, the songs they think are going to be the song of the summer here. So I'm going to list off the top. Uh, let's do top six. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about that much. 
Uh, I want you to maybe make your prediction of what's going to be the song of the summer. I don't listen to any new music. I spent the last two weeks exclusively listening to Bo Burnham's Inside album. Oh my god! Uh, So I don't know. I don't know any like modern. I don't listen to country and show tunes. Yeah, none of those are on here. But okay, well, me and you will will both make our prediction. Uh, We'll never find out the results because we're not going to pay attention. But let's see if we can figure this out. We got to make a wager here, Quentin. Okay. All right. So we have. Number one prediction for Spotify. So this is the uh, the heavy champion right now. Good for you, by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay, yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, I think I have heard this one. I don't even um, know who I Olivia think... Rodrigo is. I don't know anything oh, about you're, this. You're you're an absolute fool, Quentin. She is the pop sensation right now. Is she like twelve? Because the song is good with a lowercase g, even though it's the first word of the song, and then four is the number. And you as in the letter. So she must be under 15. Uh, I think she might be over 15, but you've seen the first season of the High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yes. Correct? Yes. She plays the lead girl in that one. Oh my God. Really? She's that a singer? A She's basically kind of doing like Ariana Grande did with Prius or that kind of stuff. Or well, good for her, I guess. Hannah Montana. Yeah, she's really, she came with a studio album. Right around the same time, I think, once well, even in the same week, that High School Musical, the musical series, uh, season two first debuted, and it blew up. I, I see it all over the place. People talk wow. about it. This song in particular is like the number one song from that album that really got big. Um, so yeah, the, 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 I think this is a pretty easy bet for being the number one song in the summer. It seems to be that way already. Yeah, uh, her character sucks in the show, but the, good for her. She's good at singing. Yeah, she's never my favorite on the show. All right, uh, this next song, uh, number two on the list, so, you know, the runner-up here, Toto D. Tai. I probably screwed that up by uh, Raul Alejandro. Is this an English song? Uh, the first word is T-O-D-O. The second word is D-E. And the third word is T-I. Toto D. Tai. Okay. Um, never heard of this one. It sounds like uh, a song the Oompa Loompas would sing in Willy Wonka. Todo T die Todo D tie. Hey, yeah, I mean I get that. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I think you just sang the song. <laughs> hey, that's gonna be no. That's that's the song of the summer, baby. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I can see it. Yeah. What's number three? All right, so we got number three. We got "Kiss Me More" from a Dojo a Doja Cat. Doja. I, I don't know any of these musicians, but um, Kiss Me More sounds like the most generic title ever. This is not going to be yeah. the song of the summer. You don't think so? This does seem like a pretty generic title. I Kiss guess. Me More. I can maybe see it. Yeah, I guess that's a better chance than the Toto D. tie, but... Um, yeah, I don't that one is a better chance than Toto D. tie, mostly because, yeah. yeah. Toto D. tie. I don't know. In the past couple of years, you've had, like... Remember, like, Despacito was the number one song of the summer. Right. Well, Old Town Road was the number one song of the summer. Oh my god! Like weird ones, right? Uh, like not like normal pop, particularly like the past couple of years. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's why. Blinding lights. Blinding lights would have been the song of the summer last year. Um, I've never heard of that song. Blinding lights. By the weekend. Blinding lights by the weekend. No. Um, Can you sing the first ten seconds of it to me, Tristan? I I can't sing how it goes. I haven't listened to it since when it first. Okay. Well, yeah, I've, I've never. Heard I only listen to show tunes in country, so. My music tastes are a little skewed. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was joking about Toto D-Type, but I definitely still think that has a better chance than Kiss Me More. I think people yeah, like... Yeah, I think Kiss Me More. Yeah. I mean, Doja Cat, though, kind of makes it sound... Like, Doja Cat seems more like a, like a rapper name than like a pop star. Pop yeah. singer. And, and it's featuring so, another artist. So it's got two artists, so that's good. Who's it featuring? Uh, S-Z-A. I don't know. Za? Oh, oh I've heard of S-Z-A. I, yeah, I don't know how you pronounce... I've pretty calm when I've heard of her. I hope it is a female or I'm just completely wrong. Yeah, it's a few. Yeah, I've heard of SCA. I don't know how you pronounce it either. Yeah, so uh, Kiss Me yeah, More sounds really like it would have done well in the early 2000s. Yeah, it seems like it could have been the song of the summer like eight, ten years ago. I don't know if it would be the song of the summer now. I'm sure it's a great song, but it seems a little too generic y poppy. Um, so right, so I, that's not my prediction by any means. So the next song we have at number four, we have Butter by the famous McDonald's Chicken Nuggets BTS. Oh, okay. Butter by BTS. BTS is always super popular. I don't know if they're they're quite at the point where they can have a uh, a song of the summer yet. You know what I mean? Mind you, I guess normally song of the summer aren't given to super famous people. Well, like Little Nas X and um, was it Fauzi? Who sings Despacito again? Just one F. Fauzi. Justin like Bieber. Fonzie. Fonzie. And Justin Bieber featured in it, but he wasn't the original one. Wait, the Fonz sang Despacito? The font? I don't know if it's the font. Maybe a different font. Yeah, Fonzie from the uh, from the television show. What television show? Oh my gosh, you don't know the Fonz. All right, so do you think Butter is going to be like talking about like putting butter on their toast? Is out the song's about? I, I would hope so. Um, that would that would be that'd be what I would hope it would be about. Maybe a butter on popcorn, possibly. Yeah, maybe all the different things you can put butter on. They have like a course on toast. Good. They got it on popcorn. That would be too bad. You can put it on a pop tart if you want. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jerry Springer, Jerry Seinfeld comes in. Jerry Seinfeld would love it. But yeah. you can't put it on a movie theater pickle because that would just be weird. Yeah, it does so. not say featuring Jerry Seinfeld. So I feel like they don't mention pop tarts, but that's too bad. Yeah, I don't think they're Texans, so it's not going to have the movie theater pickle. So the next song is all in capital letters YUS. Y-A-N-A-M-E. And for the longest time, I thought it was an abbreviation for something, but I realized it's What's Your Name? What's Your Name? Yep. Okay. Who's this one by? So, um, uh, according to this, it is from three people, I think. Tyler, the creator, or it's maybe one person's called Tyler, the creator, and then Young Bo. But I think, there's, I think the rest of the name got cut out because I don't think there's someone named Young Bo. Tyler the Creator it's just Tyler, that's his name yeah it's not Tyler and then a guy named the Creator that would have been, a, that would have been a cool name the Creator the Creator that would be pretty cool they kind of screwed it up that should have just been the name the Creator I just, yeah that, that would be pretty like imagine cool. if the song was like Toto D. Ty from the Creator like that sounds like quite a cool stage name yeah that's a pretty cool stage name yeah, uh, Tyler at the front of it. Yeah, what, what a lame addition, but whatever. Yeah, come on, Tyler. What are you doing? Yeah, I, I'm not, uh, you know, he's making more money than me, so he knows what he's doing, I guess. But is he the creator of the song of the summer? I don't know. I don't know. What's your name? Have you heard of this one, Tristan? No, I, the only one I've heard of so far was the very first. Yeah, I'm going off of absolutely nothing, but I bet you this song sucks. This sounds like a horrible title. Yeah, I feel like this song's not going to be very I, I could agree with that, wouldn't 
I feel like the fact that they couldn't spell things right and there's all caps uh, doesn't doesn't bode well. And and it's there's no spaces, so I, that's why I thought it was like one word or an abbreviation. So they they, they got to help out old folks like me to understand what the title means. I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. And then yeah. the last song here, because we're only going to do the top six, we got "Leviating," which is sung by Dua Lipa featuring Da Baby. Okay, so I've seen a lot of the baby memes going around. I know who Dua Lupa is, so at least that one's going on for me. I've heard of a lot of people involved. And the name of the song just seems sort of like, you know, a random song name. At least it seems to be spelt right by the way you read it up out loud. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks normal. I think it, it might be the first one here. I don't know, butter was spelt right, I assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this and butter. Uh, the bar is low when there's very few are spelled right. Well, when, it, when you get more than one word in the title, it gets too hard to spell. So. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'll probably go good for you. I think good for you is going to be the song. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. I hate picking the number one the number one prediction, but from everything I've seen online, that's a song. I've heard, I've seen that song everywhere. I've seen a lot of people talking about how much I love Olivia go. She's blowing up right now. Um, she's doing she's doing great. So. Yeah, she's the only person I know, I guess. I didn't know it before this podcast, but after our discussion, yeah. now I know she's from High School Musical, so I guess I'll pick her. I know BTS as the Chicken Nuggets, and that's yeah. the only two I know. I heard one of their songs. It was on, a, it was on a, where I heard it. I think it was for like a phone or something. So I heard that song on an ad. But other than that, yeah, I don't know any other movies. Well, number seven I know. Uh, we'll really say this one. Leave the Door Open from Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah. Of course, Bruno Mars. He's great. I thought Bruno Mars, like, stopped making music 10 years ago. No, man. Like, 10 years ago, he had Uptown Funk. Yeah, I thought he did Grenade, Uptown Funk, and then I thought he just dipped out. I thought he was done. Good for him. No. Yeah, leave the door cool. open. Is that, like, is the song about him farting, and they're like, please leave the door open. We gotta hear leave this out. Door open. It could be. Or maybe it's because he doesn't have air conditioning, and he wants to know that cross breeze. Like, yo, don't close that door. Leave the door yeah. open, man. Let's get that cross breeze going. It's too hot in here. And uh, I don't want to, like, you know, give him too much credit, but leave the door open. Four words, all spelt right. Oh, Bruno Mars is a classic. Yeah, you, can, te- you can tell Bruno Mars is over 20. Yeah, he's been around for a while. <laughs> he's like, I can spell, guys. This man's educated. Yeah, I don't need a lowercase one. Uh, I don't need a lowercase good at the front of my title, unlike you, Olivia. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to swap out a three-letter word for one letter. It's too much to type. Yeah, I don't need a throw all three of my words together and put in cap letters that say, what's your name? I don't need to name my song after some random household object, Butter. <laughs> Mine's not from uh, Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory, to do D-Tie. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, I'm backing <laughs> up my boy. I might look up this to do D-Tie now. I've kind of convinced myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna let's do it. It's gonna be worse than what I said it was. <laughs> it's you're gonna hate it. I feel like whatever the song. Is, I'm gonna... Yeah, yeah. Next ep, uh, next uh, podcast, we're gonna review to do D tie Tristan. All right, I'll listen to it. And then the podcast after, I'm gonna go on a rant about how music in the last decade isn't as good as people are saying. Are people saying music this last decade? Really no, no, I'm just making a joke because I went because we discussed Luke in the, this podcast. I then went on a rant about Pixar. Oh right, yeah, yeah. That's everything on my end. We uh, figured out the song of the summer, guys. Uh, Good for you. From uh, Olivia from High School Musical. Yes.
Yeah, have you uh, you you watched season two? Is she any good, Tristan? Does she like do some baller music? Well, I've only seen the first two episodes, um, and I don't want to give any spoilers. But she—I don't think she'll be as important this season. Ooh, you're speaking my language. I don't dislike. I don't care for the character. Pretty pretty decent job with it, though. Yeah, no, I'm I'm joking. From what I remember, she was a good singer. Yeah, she seemed like yeah, a wonderful person. Yeah, definitely a really powerful vocalist for sure. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like Dizzy loves having their lead characters like super boring and heroic. And well, because like yeah, them. they want to make them like super like likable for everybody, which makes them just in general like bland. Yeah, you know, it makes them boring. Like she's not an unlikable character. She's no, just a boring. She, yeah, she's very sweet. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, she's just boring. Like, there's, there's no stuff to do. Yeah. But it's kind of weird. That's different than what Disney did when we were growing up as kids. Yeah, like Miley Stewart and Hannah Montana had, you know, had an attitude to her. So Alex from Wizard of Waverly Place, or Zach, and even Cody to a bit from Zach Cody. They they weren't super well behaved and sweet and likable. They had a uh, they had an attitude. Well, what happened was Tristan. Yeah, they made them all super sassy, and then all of us millennials became super sassy. And then, like, and then the yeah, adults were um, like, "Oh my gosh, these people are fucking hard to handle with. Let's make our characters extremely vanilla and boring, and hopefully." People will grow up very vanilla and boring. I mean, and there is a balance. Like, I never liked Miley Stewart and Montana either. It might be a hot take. I always found her super annoying. Um, once again, I blame the character. I don't blame Miley Cyrus or whatever. I blame, yeah. I blame the character. But I, I like Alex and Wizard of the Waste. I feel like Selena Gomez was able to carry that sort of get into trouble or rambunctious, not follow the rules character, but still be likable better than Miley Cyrus was able to. I, I agree. I agree. But I also think I would take Miley Cyrus or uh, yeah, Miley Cyrus's character over these plain wafers any day well these ones don't have rico to carry the show oh my oh my god yeah that's... rico and jackson carried the show no 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 no, no, no. okay you took a step too far jackson sucked he was the worst um you don't like jackson no rico is good but you're sleeping you're sleeping on the sleeper pick tristan uh billy ray billy ray <laughs> support for billy ray <laughs> <laughs> I do, Billy Ray was really good in that show. He, he actually he carried. You're right. Yeah, I, uh, I give that one. <laughs> Everyone's sleeping on the father. That guy was great. All the father figures are awesome. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this is you know dads. We're we're in a league of their own. We like our dilfs. Uh, look at uh, Wizard of. What <laughs> <laughs> about absolute Chad from Wizards of Waverly? Yeah. <laughs> What's his name Make from Wizard of Waverly dumb. Place? He's freaking great. What was his name? He was awesome. I can't yeah. remember his name. Yeah, he was great. He's really good. Yeah, the dads were great. Uh, and the, then, the uh, unfortunately, awesome. Zach and Cody didn't really have a dad. So we got Mr. Well, Mosby. Well, Mr. Mosby was like yeah. the father figure. And Zach and Cody. Yeah. My favorite Mr. Mosby's Mr. the best. So, yeah. Yeah, the, Mr. Mosby's amazing. The dads really just destroyed it. Uh, maybe that's they the really issue. Men on Disney Channel had different. Yeah, maybe that's the issue. Maybe, like, these new Disney shows just need better dads. Because, like... Maybe more middle-aged men. Yeah, yeah, more middle-aged men. That, that's where we come in, Tristan. That's what kids shows need. More middle-aged men. Yeah, we should we should do the casting for these for these shows. Get some more we dads. Cast it on the show, Quentin. Yeah, get We're some more dads in this. Yeah, this yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I got the beer. I, I can definitely play uh, Olivia Rodrigo or whatever her name is. Uh, the good yeah. for you girl. I can definitely play her dad. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. They, they should hire us. To do the casting, then we'll just cast ourselves. Exactly. We already have perfect. We we are another perfect person. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I could definitely tell some nacho cheese jokes like the father nacho from cheese. Hannah Montana. Yeah, I'd be perfect for it. Yeah, so that's everything on my end. You got anything else, Tristan? No, man, that's it. So we'll, we'll pay attention by the end of the summer for when Good For You is the number one song or the uh, Leave the Door Open from Bruno Mars. Woo, let's go, Bruno. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye.